Now to get some insights in the news shaping the markets for that, we welcome in Cooper Howard, Director and Fixed Income Strategist for the Schwab Center for Financial Research. Cooper, thanks for being with us. Great to see you. So yields are the big story, obviously, as we see them at the highest point of the and what are your thoughts here as we're seeing this jump in yields as everybody obviously are waiting for the Fed now, 75 basis points? Yeah, thanks for having me, Nicole. I think that you're correct. Everybody is waiting for what the Fed is going to do. Right now, the market's split between a 50 basis point rate hike and a 75 basis point, basis point rate hike. Um, and I think that that's starting to filter into the market. They're starting to digest what that actually means. We've seen equities start to come back a little bit from Powell's um, quote unquote, not his pivot, if you will, the Jackson Hole speech where he really squashed the pivot. And if you look in the fixed income market, which is where my specialty is, um, you're really seeing the market take really what Powell had said in stride. Expectations for a peak Fed fund rate, that's at about 3.9%. That's not up too much higher than where it was prior to Powell's speech. So going forward, we think that it's going to be really dependent upon what the Fed does at the next meeting. And again, that's about a 50 basis point or a 75 basis point hike. And that's split right down the middle in terms of market participants. Right. And based on some of the economic data that's been coming in so far, what is that telling the Fed? You know, I think if we look at the labor report, the labor report by all measures was relatively strong. Unemployment rate increased, but it was for the good reasons that more people were entering back into the workforce. That's a positive for economic growth. Um, but I really think that it's all about CPI and all about inflation. This is no surprise, but the worst kept secret on Wall Street is that the Fed's going to be aggressively fighting inflation. So looking forward, it's going to be really dependent upon where the CPI report comes in. If that comes in at elevated levels, that would tip the scales, in my opinion, probably towards a 75 basis point rate height. If we see a further decline in inflation, I would expect that more of a 50 basis point rate height. Now, positive news on the inflation front comes from the energy markets. We're starting to see a decline in overall oil prices. We're seeing a decline in gas prices. And that should slowly trickle through to the headline numbers. Now, it is important to see some of the underlining numbers come down a bit, um, especially rent, for example. That's one that tends to be a little bit stickier of a component, and that could um, be a positive if that comes down as well. You know, there are a few things that are going on here in the meantime. I'm also thinking about what a strong dollar we have, for example, against the British pound. It's a, the pound is at the lowest level since 1985 against the U.S. dollar. Um, what does that mean for companies here at home? You have a very strong dollar. I want to also get to mortgage rates and how people may be feeling because they are certainly feeling some sort of pinch here. But tell me a little bit about what the dollar means and how it relates to everything else that we're watching. Yeah, I think what we're seeing there is those dollar traded commodities are starting to come down. And on the inflation front, that's a positive picture. I also think that it's important to note that it's not just the Fed that's going to be aggressively hiking rates or that is aggressively hiking rates. You see the ECB's hiking rates aggressively. Bank of Canada just came out with right. another 75 basis point rate hike this morning. So across the board globally, we're entering into a form of just global tightening. So I think that that takes some liquidity out of the market. And our expectation is that so long as the Fed and other global central banks continue to hike rates aggressively, we should see the yield curve further invert, being driven by higher short-term yields. 
I um, I'm seeing more people saying 75 basis points. Um, you're talking about the inversion of the yield curve. That only means, you know, tight economy, recession, things like that could be looming. In the meantime, um, investors and folks, you know, they want to know where to put their money to work. Those who had put their money in housing are already seeing their home value decline as rates are rising. Um, tell me about, you know, investors and where they could be putting their money to work. Yeah, one of our um, more stronger points is that we do, again, think that the yield curve could invert as long as the Fed aggressively hikes interest rates. Now, an area of opportunity would be TIPS, Treasury Inflation Protected Securities. One of the metrics that we look at is the break-even rate, and that's the rate that inflation would need to average over the life of the security. And that's relatively low compared to where we are currently with inflation. Also, TIPS yields are offering positive yields above inflation. So we think that that can be an area of opportunity. Another area of opportunity is the municipal bond market. Um, yields there are at near 15-year highs, if you look at a tax equivalent yield. And we also think that they're a little bit more of a defensive asset if we do go into a recession. It tends to be that revenues lag the start of a recession. Credit quality in the municipal bond market has also been relatively strong because of the fiscal aid that's been provided to state and local governments, because of the ongoing economic recovery up to the beginning of the year. So we think that that can be a relatively defensive place to position if we do go into a recession, which we think the case right now for a soft landing, obviously that window is getting a little bit more narrow. Right, understood. So as this week progresses and, uh, you know, we had three losing weeks, maybe we can make this one a winning. We had the NASDAQ down seven days. People started to feel pretty crummy when stocks were at six, seven week lows. Um, you know, what, how much does sentiment play a part in success of the market? I think sentiment has an impact to it. It's also the wealth effect. Um, you had mentioned, Nicole, the housing market, and that's one area that I'm closely watching because that trickles down into, one, the fixed income market, but also the economy and especially the municipal bond market. And with the elevated levels of mortgage rates, we have seen house prices begin to come back. But on a year-over-year -year basis, they're still up quite strong. So I think that if we take a longer-term view, there still is a fair amount of wealth out there and a fair amount of sentiment um, that could be building on the positive side. Obviously, this year has been a very difficult year. Just this week, like you said, has been a very difficult week as well. Yeah, and we still have lockdowns in China. People are just in this wait-and-see mode, I guess. Cooper Howard, nice to see you, as always. Schwab Center. Thank you so much for having me, Nicole. Thank you so much. Yeah, glad you were able to make it. Thanks.